Well, Saturn is moving into Pisces. We've had several years of uh, Saturn moving through um, his own home signs, first Capricorn and then Aquarius. And, and so Saturn has been really strong in those signs, but now Saturn is moving into the sign of Pisces and the whole vibe is going to change. So I'm going to talk a little, uh, a lot about this transit. We're going to look back at the last couple of times that Saturn was in Pisces, just at the years. And, um, and then um, I'm actually going to do a separate all signs video for this long transit. So I am Louise Eddington, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology. Uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on audio, please give me a subscribe there. I also love um, reviews on um, iTunes. If even if you listen elsewhere, that would be amazing for my podcast. And before I dive into Saturn in Pisces, I'm just going to want to give a shout out for my, the sponsor of my show for these uh, couple of months is Four Sigmatic. And Four Sigmatic produces coffee and um, elixirs and protein powders and, and various other things. I'm kind of addicted to the coffee. Four Sigmatic has um, ingredients like reishi mushrooms and having worked in a health food store for a while, I know that um, these kind of medicinal mushrooms are really good for you. And when I drink the Four Sigmatic coffee, my focus is so much better. It's really wonderful for my ADHD and it's pretty tasty and they're nutrient rich um, ingredients that they put into their coffee as well. So with my code COSMIC, there's a link in the show notes. You actually get 30% off your first order and it's a money back guarantee if you don't like the coffee or whatever, you, whichever product you buy from Four Sigmatic, then you can get your money back. Um, but um, if you're like me, you'll kind of try it for a little while and go, mm, I'm hooked. So I'm going to keep ordering it. So Saturn in Pisces. I'm going to share the chart a little bit and uh, talk about things. Um, well, actually, let's talk about it first. Let's talk about what Saturn in Pisces means. Now, in astrology, Saturn uh, really is about boundaries, um, is about reality, contraction, effort, um, it's about building, mastering an achievement. Saturn um, really is about the need for social approval and um, self-reliance. Um, it's about material security. Um, it's about wisdom of old age. Saturn is time and patience and um, a definite boundary check and authority figures. And Pisces is kind of the opposite. So Pisces is really about multiplicity and mysticism and moodiness and merging. Um, sat uh, mediumship is very Piscean. Fluidity, uh, boundlessness, bound no boundaries at all. <laughs> So really what's going to happen for this period, and I will look at the dates in a minute, is that um, our boundaries are going to be really tested. 
uh, by many things because where, wherever you have Pisces in your chart, and remember, I'm going to do an all signs uh, video uh, separately, uh, then you are pretty boundaryless. And, and that can be both good and bad. It's where fantasy and imagination um, really lies. And for this period, which is almost three years, um, you're really going to be mastering those boundaries and really mastering all areas of Pisces, which is, as I said, kind of the mysticism, the mystical, the inspirational, the creativity. Now, I plan where it is in my chart. I actually have had this book playing at my uh, mind for quite some time now. And the book tells me it's time. So for this period, I am going to take my time and actually write this book, even though it's not clear, which is very Piscean, exactly what that book's going to look like. This book is more channeled than anything. So I only tell you that so that you kind of really kind of get a feel for what it is. This is about mastering all that kind of um, elusive energy. But because Saturn is boundaries, it is also about trying to create some structure around that as you master it. Uh, for example, you know, if, if you have a creative project that you want to do, you might want to take uh, create a schedule, like schedule your uh, creative time every day and be determined, which is very Saturnian, to actually sit there and do for in my case just write something in that time every time it's scheduled so to get the idea you know we've got this um this rule following um boundary energy of saturn in the boundless um energy of pisces that's highly adaptable highly flowing highly fluid and and there's a um, an element really as well of um of having to surrender and trust that if you kind of create these structures then you will really master something uh very sensitive during this period now saturn um has a, um about a 29 to 30 year cycle and saturn was last in pisces from 1993 to 1996, um, with a couple of retrogrades in and out. And before that, it was from the end of um, 1964, right through till uh, the summer of 1967. So it's always about two and a half to three years in each sign. And Saturn's journey through um through the energy of Pisces this time is going to be quite interesting. So I'm going to share, share the chart for this. And why does why is it going to be quite interesting? Because Saturn, well, Saturn will move into Pisces on March the 7th, 2023. And, and at that time, the Pisces influence is going to be really intense because the sun is still in Pisces. Mercury is in Pisces, um, Neptune is still in Pisces, and um, this is Centaur Nessus, which is kind of the buck stops here 
which is really about kind of abuses of power and revelation. So who knows what this is going to bring? The one thing I found really, really interesting for this period. So Saturn moves in March the 7th, 2023, and finally leaves um, the sign of Pisces on February the 13th, 2026. So almost a full three years after having, I think it's two or three retrogrades. We'll look at that in a minute. Saturn makes very few major aspects to major astrological bodies. Over the last period, while Saturn's been in Aquarius, we had this ongoing Saturn-Uranus square. And Saturn is now catching up to Uranus. It's going to take some time. Saturn has that 29 to 30 year orbit. Uranus has an 84 year orbit. So slowly Saturn is going to start catching up to Uranus, but he doesn't catch up in Pisces. Saturn also doesn't catch up to Neptune rather for the whole time he's in Pisces. He actually conjuncts Neptune at zero degrees of Aries after leaving the sign of Pisces for the last time. The only um, outer planetary body that Saturn really makes a major aspect to, there's some, he makes a lot of aspects to some um asteroids but uh well there's two uh, saturn will conjunct nessus the buck stops here okay abuses of power at 18 degrees of pisces on february the 7th 2025 and on april the 21st 2025 um Saturn will conjunct the North Node in Pisces at 26 degrees of Pisces. And on May the 13th of 2025, Saturn will conjunct Ceres at um, 29 degrees of Pisces. Now for this first year of, of through 2023, uh, Saturn will uh, make some squares. It will square Juno, it will square Vesta, um, and it will then oppose Juno because Juno's moving much faster, uh, will oppose asteroid Hecate. But you can kind of come on my daily posts or, or you know, my more specific lunar videos and things to look at that. And at the end of this year, we'll square Ceres. Um, and Ceres is at the start of this journey. Ceres is over here in Libra. By the time she moves around to Sagittarius at the end of the year, Saturn will square her. But, but again, nothing major. The retrogrades are probably more important in this period. Okay, so Saturn this year will station retrograde on June the 17th, 2023. So by that point, you can see that Saturn has moved to seven degrees of Pisces and these two are just moving away from Saturn. So it's kind of a, a very solitary journey through the sign of Pisces. And Pisces is the last um, sign of the zodiac, but it's also the amniotic fluid of creation before the start of that new cycle in Aries. So we could say that really Saturn is um, 
kind of creating the structures for a rebirth that's going to happen after he moves into Aries on February the 13th, 2026, and meets Neptune at zero degrees of Aries. So the first, he gets from March the 7th to June the 17th, Saturn gets as far as seven degrees. He does have, um, well, we'll look at that in a minute. Um, but then Saturn goes uh, retrograde right until the end of the year and goes all the way back to zero Pisces again. So this whole year, pretty much, well, it will be pretty much, Saturn only travels the first seven degrees of Pisces. So what that means is that if you have any planets or angles um, and any planetary bodies around the chart between zero and seven degrees, um, particularly of the mutable signs, okay, and that's Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces, you will be feeling this big time. And it's highly focused because you'll be getting squares and oppositions. Um, any other planets around between not zero to seven degrees as well. Right through 2023, you'll be feeling it. But then the next year, Saturn travels all the way, okay, right through to 19 degrees of uh, Pisces, almost catches up to Nessus by June the 29th, 2024, and stations retrograde again. And it gets to 19 and by the end of 2024 goes all the way back to 12 degrees. And we can see that Nessus is going back with him. And but they they're kind of traveling together, but kind of not really as well. Saturn gets in a hair's breadth of this conjunction with Nessus and and then retracts, revisits things. So for 2024, really, that seven degree mark to 19 degree mark is, is your time if you have planets or angles around uh, those degrees, as particularly of those mutable signs again. So that's two retrogrades. Then in July the 13th, 2025, Saturn uh, goes into Aries, okay, and then goes all the way back into Pisces to 25 degrees. Um, and during that time, he's conjunct Nessus as well in the year 2025. As I, I said, he'll be April the 21st. And uh, so he dips into Aries. We start to get a little bit of a uh, feeling for that. I'll show you that again. Okay. But by that time, Neptune has gone to two degrees, but Neptune is retrograde too. So they're both tracking over some old ground. Neptune doesn't go back into Pisces quite. Well, actually it does, because when, when Saturn turns direct again at the end of 2025, Neptune has come back to the anoretic, the last degree of Pisces, the last degree of the Zodiac. This is going to be a very intense time when uh, both of these planets retrograde back into the sign of the amniotic fluid of creation. And this is going to be a big turning point collectively. And then um, 
Saturn stations direct and Saturn will then conjunct Neptune on February the 20th, 2026, right after, just a week after moving into Aries for the last time, these two will meet at the zero degree, the first degree of the zodiac. So that's a day to mark on your calendars. That is like Saturn and Neptune, these two kind of opposing energies. Neptune is very Piscean. So we've had Saturn in Neptune learning these Pisces lessons or teaching us these Pisces lessons. And then um, and then he meets Neptune, which is the modern ruler of Pisces in the fire sign of Aries, both drying out, both in the pioneer mode because we're in Aries, new beginnings. So all in all, <laughs> long way to say that this is really a time that is going to ask us to master that um, dream time of creation. To we'll have our boundaries tested with Saturn in the most porous of signs. Um, I've already been feeling it. Uh, Saturn is just a, a hair's breadth away from moving into the sign of Pisces. Boundaries are being tested here, there, and everywhere, and uh, and we're gonna we're being asked to create that container. It'd be a really good time during this period to put up some psychic protection. And when I say psychic protection, I mean energetic protection because Pisces is extremely empathic. I'm going to kind of get rid of that for a minute. Saturn, Pisces is so porous. Wherever that is in your chart, you are kind of at your most porous or um, nebulous or indecisive or foggy. And people can easily kind of test your boundaries wherever Pisces is in your chart because it's kind of a victim mode as well, Pisces, and people see these, not necessarily consciously, but people can see where the kind of uh, gaps are and where they can come within your energy. And Pisces is just like this higher energy of cloud and love going, come on in, let me envelop you. And then it gets easily hurt. Saturn is saying, it's time to really kind of shore up those boundaries. However, also looking back on, on those periods, 93 to 96, that could be a time where you're really kind of uh, mastering something creative, as I said, mastering something to do with love and um, interconnectedness and relationships. That period for me was actually the time I met and fell in love with my now husband, who uh, we've been together since um, October 1994. So that happened during Saturn in Pisces. That wasn't the only transit, of course, but it kind of was like time for a commitment to love because that's very Saturnian as well. It's time for a commitment to connection, to that um, interconnectedness to higher love, to that more spiritual kind of connection. What am I, am I ready to commit? It's kind of, time, kind of the time where you might look into somebody's eyes and kind of know 
that this is going to be a lasting relationship of some kind. Doesn't necessarily have to be kind of a a you know long term love relationship. It can be a good friend, uh, but it is time for a commitment, and it's a or a commitment to the creative endeavor, such as writing a book or a creative uh, or a commitment to, uh, it depends where it is in your chart, okay, but also a commitment to creating those boundaries for the self, okay. So I'm just going to share the chart again and go back to uh, this ingress where Saturn has moved, just moving in to the sign of Pisces on March the 7th, 2023. So I'm just going to kind of mention the aspects really quickly. So we'll get Saturn here. So Saturn uh, will not make any major aspects until a square to um, partnership asteroid Juno on May the 12th. And at that point, uh, Saturn will have got to six degrees and is uh, slowing down to station for that first retrograde. And Juno will be in Gemini. And that means changing partnerships, changing relationships. There might be a little bit of stress at that point with it being a square in some of your partnerships, whether they're the most significant one in your life or uh, community relationships as well. And the, the next aspect that Saturn will make this year is a square to Vesta on the 9th. By um, then Saturn is retrograde and Vesta is exactly where Juno, Juno was. And that is about devotion. And so we kind of get the, the stress of the, in the partnerships. And now we get, okay, who am I committing to as Saturn goes retrograde and says, what am I devoted to? What lights my inner flame? Again, it can be any of those Pisces uh, themes that I talked about, which is maybe your psychic en um, energies or that inter feeling of interconnectedness or your ideals as well is another one. But it's also that um, inspiration or spiritual transcendence. Um, vulnerability will be another big thing coming up during Saturn in Pisces. We may be feeling very vulnerable, but also uh, be um, asked to learn how to express our vulnerability in a very safe way without kind of bleeding over and everybody. But anyway, there's that Saturn investor. Then on October the 19th, Saturn will oppose Juno. So we first get the square and Juno's trotting ahead because there's no retrogrades in 2023. And uh, whatever kind of began on the square to Juno on May the 12th will reach some fulfillment because this is at the zero degree mark and it's right before Saturn stations direct. Saturn will station direct on November the 4th and um, the opposition to Juno is on October the 19th. But then Hecate, the way shower, the triple moon goddess, is also coming up here. So this is the practically mystic um, axis, Pisces to Virgo. 
So let me get the opposition to Hecate, the triple moon goddess, who I think is so important in our charts. On October the 30th, 2023, um, Saturn um, over here at zero degrees, getting ready to station direct, will has just opposed Juno. And this is in the sign of Virgo, the sign of service and usefulness and meaning in our partnerships. And here is the Hecate coming in to shine her light at these crossroads of this kind of opposition and saying, here's how I want to be useful in the world and bring down what I'm mastering in Pisces in a very uh, meaningful way. Okay. And then the last aspect this year is a square to uh, one of my, another one of my favorite goddesses. You can see that there's an awful lot of input here. If you think of Saturn as kind of the, the wise elder, father time, also known as the Grim Reaper, there's a lot of goddess energy being aspected here. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of divine feminine feminine energy being kind of mastered this during this period but anyway on uh, the the last major aspect of the year November 2023 we can see that um, Saturn is still at zero <laughs> and Ceres has come over to zero uh, Sagittarius now Pisces another thing uh, another aspect of Pisces is faith and Sagittarius is belief. And Ceres is about nourishment and how we nourish and how we like to be nourished. Our, we are going to nourish our faith and um, beliefs uh, during this period and particularly moving into 2024. Okay, that's we kind of switch really to our beliefs. Okay. Now then, in... Um, in 2024, uh, uh, we kind of start the year with a conjunction with Hygieia. Hygieia will move up there. That's I'm not even going to keep moving the chart for everything. We've looked at the retrogrades. Um, Saturn will turn retrograde on June the 19th. Um, and then we'll, by October, we'll actually start making some aspects. So... Uh, Let's show you this. So on October the 18th, um, Saturn will have moved to 13, the number of the goddess, and will actually square Pallas Athena. And the very next day um, will square asteroid Lilith in Sagittarius. This is amazing to me because we're going to kind of be going. I've kind of thought about what I have faith in, what I believe in. We're going to be creating structures around that. And I'm not just talking in terms of religion or things, but it's a spiritual, creative, that kind of energy. And we are able to be visionary by the end of 2024. This is a really powerful moment. October the 18th and October the 19th, 2024, especially if you have anything around the 13 degree mark of those mutable signs, you will really be feeling this. I'm really looking forward to that point because I have a moon at 12 Gemini and uh, Jupiter and Pallas Athena at 14 at Sagittarius. So that's kind of a date to put on your calendars. 
Okay. And then um, really into 2025, we go when the, the, the really big aspects come. So uh, on um, February the 7th, 2025, uh, Saturn has moved all the way to 18 degrees of Pisces and caught up to Nessus. The buck stops here at that point. And this is where you've kind of mastering the, the lessons of Saturn in Pisces that we've had for nearly two years, just one month shy of two years. And we finally go, I've kind of figuring out where I want to go here. And the book stops here. Um, I've, I've seen or it's the clouds have cleared a little bit about where I've let given my power away to others and where people have abused my boundaries and so on and so forth. Remember, your boundaries are going to be tested. And this is a real point of um, change. You're going to go, I've had enough. <laughs> I've learned my strong no. And then next after that, um, Saturn is after, right after that, going to catch up to the North Node um, in Pisces on April the 21st, 2025. By then, the, the, node, the North Node will have been all the way through Aries. Remember, it's starting in Taurus, all the way through Aries, moves back into Pisces, meets Saturn. That's a big turning point because Saturn is about to move out of the last sign of the Zodiac. And we are moving towards our karmic potential. We're moving towards where our future is, which is a more compassionate, which is very Pisces, uh, more interconnected, uh, more loving kind of um, energy that's more creative, more fluid, more loving. And this is what we're aiming for anyway. This is what we're aiming to master through this period. Then we finish the uh, 2025 pretty much. Yeah, we pretty much. We've got some squares, a couple of squares at the end of the year. But the last conjunction is actually a conjunction with Ceres. So on May the 13th, 2025, remember that Saturn has just conjunct um, Nessus. Then it's just been conjunct the North Node. Then Saturn gets to the very last degree of Pisces and is conjunct series. And that's where we collected all the energy of Pisces right at that anoretic degree. OK, now we've still got, uh, you know, till February the 13th, 2026 for Saturn to finally move into Aries. He's going to hover around those last degrees. But this conjunction at the anoretic degree is saying we're going to take all the lessons really of the last 30 years <laughs> since um, Saturn last left in uh, 1996, left the line at the left, um, the sign of Pisces, has moved all the way around the zodiac and has come back to this point and said, how wh what have we learned? What have we mastered? How, do, how are we going to nurture and nourish each other now? What really feeds us? Um, 
I think I see it as coming to a return to kind of that more creative, inspired kind of energy, having more faith and more trust after some very difficult periods that we've been through collectively. I'm looking forward to that moment as well. Now then, as I said, there's a couple of other ones. On December the 14th, 2025, um, Saturn will square Hecate, the way shower again. So let's get her, get to that. So yeah, August the 26th, oh, 2035, whoa. Perhaps it does, oh, help if I... Hecate, right? <laughs> you see, we can do it wrong when we're live. December the 14th, 2025. Uh, there's Saturn has moved, gone retrograde back to 25 Pisces and is square to Hecate. Hecate, there's a lot of squares in that end there saying, uh, like, have faith, shoot your arrows to the future. Bring the, be the change you want to see in the world. And then um, heck, then Juno will come up and square Saturn. So we've got that relationship dance again. And, and then Saturn will move off into Aries for good. Now, altogether, this is going to be a period that is just really, really connected. Really, um, what's the word I was going to say? Um, I I keep visioning this, um, you know, how our molecules are really connected to each other. How if we kind of clap our hands here, it can sense this energy going out through the collective unconscious, which is always Pisces. We're also learning to, you know, not only protect our own psychic boundaries, but also learning how we affect and how it always how all our actions ripple out to others. And it's just going to be a major thing. Saturn going through the um, the last signs of the Zodiac. That period was amazing for me. So I hope it is for you as well. And um, just to look back, I'm talking about the last period, 1993 to 1996. Um, some of you may remember the uh, period before, 64 through to 67. For me, I was very young, and, but it was seems like a magical time to me. I, you know, I had quite a, um, I, uh, what my memories of that as a, as a young child were a lot of time spent alone in my imagination. I used to draw a lot. I used to dream a lot. And this is what Saturn in Pisces is for as well. So, um, yeah. Now, just looking back quickly to 1994, Church of England ordained its first female priests. So that was a big rise of the feminine. And Pisces is a very feminine sign. And Saturn, despite being called Father Time, <laughs> is... Uh, the co-ruler of Capricorn is the ruler of Capricorn or is uh, Capricorn is his domicile. And that's actually a feminine side. So we're perhaps uh, going to master some more of this. You know, females may move up in roles or we have may have more um, uh, more yin styles of leadership. 
developing as well. Um, and I'm just looking what else. We also had the uh, first public trains ran through the Channel Tunnel that links England and France. That was in 1994. And if you think about that, that was a an amazing or is an amazing structure that goes under a big body of water, which is very Pisces. Saturn's the structure, Pisces is the water. So what will this period bring for that? Um, I'm just looking what else has happened. I can't see anything other major that jumps out at me history wise. But you get the feel. You can kind of look back yourself and think, hmm, what, what really was developing for me during that time? 1995, um, we did have the Oklahoma City bombing, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, if people's um, psychic boundaries, mental boundaries are not strong, uh, you know, that's kind of can be a little bit of a, a problem as well. But you can look at the news yourself. OK, so I'm going to pull you one card for this, just for the energy of Saturn in Pisces for the next three years. I'm so looking forward to it. It's lovely to have a planet in their domicile and uh, in signs they're happy in and comfortable in. But um, I have some creative plans and Saturn is going to be very useful for them. So think about where your plans are with all things Piscean, channeled kind of creativity, psychic development, interconnectedness, compassion, um, all that kind of thing. And what do you want to master? And look out for my All Signs video um, if you subscribe to my channel and check the little bell, you'll get a notification when I upload the All Signs video. I'm hoping to get that done um, very soon. It will be done before March the 7th, but um, I don't have time to do it on this video because life. Ah, oh, lovely. So um, I'm using these, this deck that I am learning to really get to know, the Red Seeds Tarot by Linda Hill. Um, the, it's about the Elysian Mysteries. And um, this, some, uh, somebody actually sent me a link to this and said, you might be interested in this deck. And I ordered it from the UK um, on Etsy. So you can find it on there if you like the look at the cards. And it took me ages before I even opened it. And in, in the box with this was um, a little pomegranate um, charm on a red thread. And the red thread connects the divine feminine throughout centuries. And I've worn that ever since. And I've become a bit obsessed with these cards. So the card for Saturn in uh, Pisces is, look at this, how... A, a, the vessel Saturn, the container, and um, and this the cup here. This is cups. This is the Queen of Cups or the Queen of Vessels. But I want to read you what she says in her book for this, because this book is is quite different to um, many books that I've read. So the Queen of Vessels says, "I am held." So you're going to be held in this container of emotion really cups are emotions uh, for the next three years 
And there's a quote from Rumi. Let the waters settle and you will see the moon and the stars mirrored in your own being. And this is about the Elysium Mysteries and the Elysium Mysteries where were where priestesses, including Demeter, which is actually Ceres um, as well, uh, went to Elysia and they had these rituals that brought them a direct experience of the divine. So the Queen of Vessels is Rhea, R-H-E-A, and in the book she talks about the mysteries. The goddess Rhea, whose name means flow, was the fertility lunar goddess, a bee priestess who oversaw motherhood. She was asked by Zeus to take a final message to Demeter. Both goddesses had suffered the loss of children and understood the depths of such pain. They shared their grief and sadness and were greatly comforted to see each other again. There was much love between them which helped to soften Demeter's wrath and anger. The goddess sadly agreed with Rhea's guidance to accept Zeus's compromise which allowed Persephone to share her time in both the underworld and uh, the upper world. So for your soul journey for the next three years, the queen is a powerful, loving and dedicated priestess who holds the sensitivity, compassion, nurturance and intuition of the divine feminine. She will protect and hold us when we find life is tough and will encourage us to move forward when we are ready. She will always give us good counsel. Ask her for, for she will always reply. This queen receives messages, often with the use of divinatory practices, such as the tarot, water scrying and oracles. Most of all, she encourages us to listen to our own intuition and to not be afraid to follow, trust and use it. Divination and dreams will be powerful and informative at this time. We are water and we see. Wow. I just uh, take those words. Uh, just feel that you are held and that you see. Okay. And that your emotions are held in the structured container of Saturn during this period. It's, I'm kind of excited about it. Of course, it's going to have its downsides, but we can, forearmed is, um, uh, you know, awareness is key. And I really encourage you between now and March the 7th to really think about what structures and what area of life you are wanting to create those containers for. And much love till next time and look out for the all signs video too.